Hello and welcome to the 49ers First and 10 podcast, 10 minutes of the most up-to-date 49ers news first thing in the morning. I'm your host, Brianna McDonald, and I'm joined by 49ers team reporter Lindsay Polaris, and we are so excited to record this episode because the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Lindsay, how are you feeling? Faithful, how are you feeling? My heart rate just stopped <laughs> going up and down. That was a wild game. Absolutely wild. Right. All right. Yeah, man. Super Bowl 58. I mean, I think something that's really cool about covering this team and connecting the faithful directly to the Niners is that you get to see everything that goes into their success. I mean, from you were there at the Combine draft day, training camp in Vegas, all the practices, highs and lows in between. Just how proud are you of this team and to be meeting the goals that they set out for? I'm so proud of everyone in this building, the work that that team did on the field last night, last half, yesterday afternoon. I can't even keep track of time. Um, Just a tremendous, tremendous game to come back down 17 at the half and go on to win it, punch their ticket to Super Bowl 58. I mean, I think the whole fan base, like the staff, the players, the coaches, family, friends just was overcome with emotion just because, you know, you've seen this team fall short the past two NFC championship games to get over the hump, to do it at Levi's Stadium. And one thing we heard from Every single one of the players in press conferences was that the faithful had a direct hand in this win. I think it was Nick Bosa that said it sounded like they were pumping in crowd noise to Levi Stadium because that's how loud it was. We felt some shaking in the press box. It was just such a collective effort. So much fun to just be in the atmosphere and watch it all come together. I mean... How are you feeling, Bree? I mean, there's nothing to describe this moment. There, almost like there's no words. But I feel like if anything, yeah, you do want to take a moment to appreciate the faithful because home field advantage and crowd noise has been such an emphasis from this team over the past couple of weeks in the postseason. And they showed up on Sunday. I mean, the environment was like nothing else at Levi Stadium. And just like holding your breath all the way until the moment that the confetti fell on the field, it was, it felt like a movie. Absolutely. But let's dive into this 34-31 win over the Detroit Lions. Another comeback win. You just talked about it a bit, but how is this one different from the divisional round win? You know, the divisional round win came down to the final six minutes, right? Um, This was just a huge momentum shift at halftime, right? We saw the first half with the Niners. It's 24-7 going into the half. And, you know, I think it's fair to say we saw a lot of uh, the players and head coach Kyle Shanahan talk that they were upset going into that locker room at halftime, but never worried. Upset because they know that they can play better. They know they have the talent on this team to get the W in this game, but they never wavered. They knew that they could come back from that 17 point deficit and they did. Um, And just the laser focus of this team, just absolutely crazy. I think it was 
you know, we heard a lot of players talk about it, but the big momentum shift in this was really that turnover on downs um, on the Lions' first offensive possession coming out of halftime uh, to get that stop on fourth and two was absolutely huge. Um, and then you score a touchdown uh, off of an absolutely wild uh, well, it was a wild catch made by Brandon Ayu, 51 yards. We saw Brock Purdy launch it. Uh, this ball goes off of the helmet of a Lions defender. B.A. makes an incredible catch. Um, I saw a flag fly on that play, and I was, like, happy about the flag. And then I realized that Brandon Ayu caught the ball um, and just moved them right down the field. Um, and then B.A. ends up punching in. Uh, three plays later, that touchdown, um, he caught a six-yard pass from Brock Purdy. And then you go on to the next drive. Uh, Tashawn Gibson Sr. forces a fumble. Eric Armstead recovers. And then you get a Christian McCaffrey touchdown on the next play. So just a huge, huge momentum shift in that third quarter. Um, and you just saw this team come back to life, which is what they set out to do coming out of halftime a complete turnaround from what we saw in the first half. Yeah. The third quarter was like a game within a game. It was the <laughs> intense. There was so much that was happening. I felt like I couldn't keep up in the third quarter. So I'm really curious what the energy was like in the locker room during halftime with all the adjustments that they made, especially on defense going into the second half. But I'm really curious what was being said. And Nick Bosa kind of painted a picture of what it was like. I think he said he was laying on the floor in the locker room just <laughs> screaming out random things to his team because so much is built up to this moment for this team. And so that halftime was seriously something different for them. Dive deeper into the game within the game, this third quarter. With Brandon Ayuk, did you hear that a ladybug fell on his shoe <laughs> earlier I before did. the game? That was like sort of I, the luck that went into that catch. Yeah, that was one of the coolest uh, stories I feel like that came out post-game. Uh, Brandon Ayuk was doing a post-game interview, I believe, with Aaron Andrews, and he told this like, Absolutely wild, but very cool, like, kismet story that a ladybug landed on him. I think it was prior to the game and that he knew that God was with him and that, you know, that everything was going to be okay for this team. And that's what ended up happening. So shout out to the lucky ladybug. Um, yeah, and Brandon Ayuk absolutely came up with just the energizing play of the game, if I could say it, that 51-yard catch was absolutely wild. Um, and we heard George Kittle talk about it, Debo Samuel, Brock Purdy, like just one of the craziest catches they've all seen in their football careers. And these are guys that have played a lot of football at this point. Um, and just watching the replay of it, you just see how truly what a crazy play that is to make. Um, what were your impressions of the catch? Yeah, I mean, first off, shout out to the ladybug. But most most of all, shout out to Brandon Ayuk for hauling in that pass. Because I also, I was more happy for the flag. And I was confused more so after the fact when I saw the stadium erupt in cheers. And Brandon Ayuk <laughs> run over to the field goal post. I was like, wait, what's happening? And we looked at each other and we were like, wait, what just happened? I was like, I'm look back at the replay because I couldn't. I just simply didn't understand. So watching it in slow motion was like something of 
art. I don't even know how to describe it, but the way he dove for the catch and also landed so gracefully as if he's done this before. It's just an average Sunday for Brandon Ayuk. Uh, Man, that was so exciting. But you just kind of broke down the third quarter with the BA crazy catch that led up to his touchdown the Gip Force fumble with Eric to recover it. But in between, Brock Purdy made a lot of crazy first downs. A lot of them he made on scramble moves, picking it up on his feet. What did you think of his performance in this one? I think I think all criticism of Brock Purdy needs to stop at this point. Um, he has made so many plays for this team. And particularly yesterday, he made them while scrambling. Um, just he... We heard head coach Kyle Shanahan talk about it, and I think really no one could have said it better that the Brock, the plays that Brock made with his feet were the difference between winning and losing this game. He picked up some very critical first downs. Um, he had that 21-yard scramble, like just so many. And then Debo Samuel actually talked about it in his press conference as well, that he actually ran into Debo on one of the scrambles. And he was like, if he hadn't actually run into me on a block, I, he would have scored. So it's possible that there would have been a Brock Purdy touchdown somewhere in there. Obviously, you know, football happens um, and the 49ers got it done, but yeah, Brock Purdy orchestrated the comeback of, of his career to date, I would say that was uh, fantastic. Um, and yeah, just hats off to Brock Purdy. I think he's got the full support of this team. He always has. Um, but just that performance yesterday was really, it was a statement win and a statement performance for him. Yep. This team did it. They're meeting their goals week after week after week. So just take the faithful into the locker room. What was Kyle Shanahan's message to his team after this win? Yeah. So obviously none of us actually get to be really in this part, but if you haven't watched our, the Kyle Shanahan postgame locker room speech, I highly recommend it is on 49ers.com. It's on 49ers YouTube. Um, but he was just talking about the grit of the team and that, you know, they wanted to get to this point, but they're not done yet, right? They don't just want to get to the Super Bowl. The 49ers want to finish what they did not in 2019. They got so close. They've been to four NFC championships in five seasons. They've now punched their second Super Bowl berth in that amount of time. And now they will be facing the Kansas City Chiefs for a rematch of that 2019 Super Bowl. And obviously, they are hoping to hoist a trophy at the end of all of that. They ended it with a breakdown saying one more game. I think the focus of this team is very clear. The goals of this team are very clear. And they have just one game to go. And that's going to be coming in a couple weeks. Um, and yeah, just a fantastic a fantastic finish at Levi's last home game of the 2023 season. What a game. It was a good one, but man, 2019, this year's Super Bowl matchup is going to be a rematch of Super Bowl LIV with the Kansas City Chiefs defeating the Ravens 17 to 10 in the AFC Championship game. How are you feeling about this rematch of the 2019 game? You know, I think that I would have been excited no matter who the opponent was. I did really enjoy hearing what the players had to say about the opponent. Um, I think, I believe it was Nick Bosa saying it was a perfect matchup. Um, You know, just obviously a lot of history there. Brock Purdy said, what a challenge. Same thing for George Kittle, a big challenge. Um, There's still so many talented players on that team, obviously. And they're a team that 
started heating up really towards the end of the regular season and throughout their playoff run. Uh, So it's certainly not going to be an easy task, but you know, the 49ers have learned to win in so many ways. Um, I think they're as prepared as they can be. They're going to have two weeks on top of that to get ready game plan. I'm sure Kyle Shanahan uh, is going to put together his best stuff. Um, So yeah, it's just a really exciting time in the organization. Um, and yeah, we got we got ourselves a Super Bowl rematch from Miami. Yep. Well, that will do it for this episode. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me in this update. Don't forget to follow First in 10 on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Turn on the notifications so you're in the know when we post any breaking news updates. And thank you, Faithful, for tuning in. And congratulations on making it to Super Bowl 58. <laughs>